The Super Speedway Podcast is a Dream Bigger Media production. For news, photos, show notes, and information about advertising on the podcast, visit www.thesuperspeedway.com. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Super Speedway. Welcome to episode 173 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Friday, October 2nd, 2020. I'm your host, Eric Young. And we're recording on Friday because my co-host James Cush is here. James, how's it going? Hey, buddy. Hey, yeah. It's it's not my fault. Here's the thing. Real quick. Here we go. Um, I live in a house with all women now, and <laughs> I, I, as I have, but there's more of them now, and none of them wield more power than the than the two week old infant who is <laughs> just raining down, um, just just raining down, just pain for everyone. So. <laughs> that's that's my excuse well we that's get you it. for the whole show tonight so the whole show can't can't you complain did you did good without me last week it sounds better yeah. with, without me on it no so. no it doesn't no it doesn't <laughs> i didn't even listen to it i just recorded it and was done it's like i don't want to listen uh, to myself ramble yeah well at least i'm, I'm back uh I'm promoted back up to co-host there you and go not, and not guest so yeah. that's good yeah yeah um, I, I, can't, I can't remember if i mentioned on the podcast last week or not but i'm still battling a stupid cold that i've had for two weeks but uh, not coronavirus, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. So thank God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, let's talk, James. Uh, we're gonna really quick run over this Las Vegas race because a it's Friday, and tomorrow the Xfinity cars and the trucks are at uh, at Talladega, and it's a new ah, race yes. weekend. So Talladega. So there's really not a whole lot of reason to talk a lot about Las Vegas because of that, and also, I mean. Not much happened yeah. at Las Vegas. I mean, we got news this week, baby. Yeah. And so we're going to spend a whole lot of time on the big thing, which is the schedule. Um, so we'll get there in a minute. If you guys are tuning in for that, um, don't worry. You won't have to wait long. But before we do that, uh, South Point 400 from Las Vegas Motor Speedway, Kurt Busch gets a win on his home track for the first time. Uh, gets to do it with no fans. Uh, so that was a little bit of a bummer, but pretty emotional win for Kurt Busch. Seemed pretty excited about it. Um, and, you know, it's always cool to get a win at your home track, right? Heck yeah, dude. He's been wanting that one for a long time. Yeah, that's a that's a high point for the Bushes for sure. And, you know, Kyle always wants it too. Kyle has one, um, but uh, but certainly always wants to get another one. So, um, yeah, man. Very cool. Yep. You know, and it's impressive with Kurt. I mean, he's not he's not a front runner every week, but he's he's good enough to get in the playoffs each year. He's uh, he's um, he's good for a win every yeah, year. Yeah, so I was going to say he gets, he gets a win a year. I mean. The most wins he's ever had in his career are four in a season. Yeah. And every everything else is threes, twos, and ones. It's really he's got this really strange career, but I'm yeah. looking at his uh looking at his racing reference page really quick and like the last the last four seasons now he's got six uh top five finishes to go along with that one win and he's one he's one top five away in twenty twenty from getting there again. So yeah. um he's got a really weird racing reference page. But um nonetheless, he's a champion. Um, you know, it sounds like he's going out after next year. Uh, so, I mean, the fact that he's still winning races every year is just, I mean, astounding. Yeah. I mean, um, he's, it, it's not like Chip Ganassi is a top notch team. team. Yep. And, you know, he's kind of not really, I mean, I guess now probably this year maybe is in the top ride in that team, but yeah. really wasn't previously. Him. So doesn't he always win these races the same exact way? Something screwy yeah. happens and the field gets jumbled and he finds his way. Well, and they've done uh, this a couple front. times this year where they've tried strategy to get a win and it hasn't worked, but it happened to work out here. We, he, right. they stayed out and they got the caution. Yep. Um, you know, much to the chagrin of Denny Hamlin who led 121 laps on the day, uh, only driver with three, uh, tr uh, triple digit uh, laps led and ends up finishing third. Um, and that was only thanks to a couple of cautions at the end that allowed him to get the track position back. Yeah. Um, and get close and then hung up with Matt DiBenedetto on the last restart to Benedetto get finished a second. Great finish for Matt. Um, although it hasn't resulted in a contract extension. Well, here's <laughs> the thing I wanted to say about Matt. Um, he had multiple shots on restarts to take this win. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, um, just didn't get it done. I mean, Matt says it was, it was gearing that Kurt had a different gear. Kurt was restarting in first. Matt was restarting in second. And that's yeah. why Kurt was making him look so bad on the restarts because Kurt would yeah, just Kurt, launch. Kurt's always been great at restarts, yeah. though. Eric. Oh yeah. I mean, he's all. I mean, he's world class. So is his brother. I mean, yep. you get those guys up front. It's it's tough to beat. But you know, Matt had shots. He had shots to get the clean air. Um, but like you said, it, it just didn't work out in his favor. So, 
uh, you know, I'm kind of, I was bumming for him because I was pulling for him. I wanted to see him get one. Um, so, you know, here's the hope. Here's the hope. And that was enough of a performance. He finished second at both Vegas races now this yep. year. I mean, yep. that's that's pretty cool. Uh, Kurt Busch's 32nd win in 715 Cup Series starts. Um, I mean, I don't think there's there's no debate, right? Kurt's going to be done in a couple of years. Uh, he said, Hall of he Famer, said as much. Hall of Famer, right? I mean, he's got a championship. Oh, yeah, he's, got the, he's got the championship. He's got a Daytona 500. Yeah. Um, he's, he's got, got the credentials. 32 wins. That's that's good. That'll yep, get him he's in. Got, uh, and the fact that he resurrected his career to the point where he's at now, I think we talked about this last, probably last year when he won. Yeah. Um, but he was dead in the water for, for a season and uh, made, and just made it happen, made, his, made it all the way back. So, um, yeah, Hall of Famer for sure, no doubt. I yep. mean, 32 wins right there in the, like you said, the, you know, he's, he's pretty much done everything else in the sport. So right, he's good for it. Um, so my question before we, we move on, we'll look at points a little bit here. We got, uh, Kyle Busch, Clint Boyer, Eric Almirola, and Austin Dillon, uh, yeah. hanging outside of the top eight now, uh, with one race into the round of 12, uh, Dillon has, uh, mechanical issues. Um, what a bummer for him too. 32 what a points out after such a good first round. He was um, so good in this race too, Eric. Yeah. He was top five pretty much all day. I mean, he was he wasn't gonna win this race, but man, that team was doing everything it needed to do. Yep. And, you know, tough break. They're gonna have uh they're gonna have to probably win um this week, I, I would think, yeah. to, to make it. And that's that sucks because they were really doing something. Do you think uh, uh yeah. do you think Kurt might have just knocked his brother out of the Yeah, I think you might have got one you might have got one bush in, one bush out. Yeah, I, I, I mean yeah. I it's it's hard to look at this list of drivers that are ahead of Kyle. And say, nah, Kyle get past them. Because yeah. like Bowman, maybe, but Bowman is just he's just gonna string along just enough to stay in that position. Yeah, and Elmarola's gonna probably run really well at Talladega and, and Kyle Bush is his mentally he is mentally defeated at Talladega. I feel like he's I've yeah. read some quotes from him. I mean he's he's already said he's gonna get caught but up Kyle's in Kyle's mentally so. defeated on twenty twenty, period. Yeah, he's which had is a part yeah. of the problem. Yeah, he, you know, I, I will say that Kyle's got that chance, though, because, you know, Talladega is a wild card and basically yeah. the, the Roval. I mean, Kyle, he hasn't won a Roval yet, but I mean, I wouldn't put it past that guy when the field's a little bit more balanced on a, on a road course type track like that. Um, I'm not counting him out. So, well, the Roval's not, not 100 percent, but I, I think he's out. I do think he's out. The Roval's the only track on the circuit that Kyle Busch hasn't won at for now until next year when we for add now. like 20 yeah. races or 20 tracks. Um, sure. So anyway, uh, I don't, I mean, anything else to talk about with Vegas? Uh, Chase Elliott had a really good run going too, and just kind of, he got caught up in some stuff and, and, uh, yeah, I mean that, that pit road deal messed up a lot of guys night. Um, yeah. him especially there. Um, but yeah, your, your playoff drivers were all uh, Harvick a weird night, but he got the top 10. So yeah, I expected him well, to be better than that. But and Denny Hamlin dominated this night. He finished first in stage one, oh, yeah. second in stage two. That was a good two. comeback race for him. One hundred twenty-one really laps led, and then uh, and just comes up short at the end. Hamlin so. needed this race, win or loss. Yeah, um, he needed to go out there and have a really good showing because that first round was was not good to Denny Hamlin. So uh, he's he's in a great spot now. He can go to Talladega and feel really good about himself. Yeah. Um, same with Harvick. Harvick's good. Um, yeah, Harvick's sixty-one so. points to the good. Yep. Um, you know he's he just has to cruise mid pack and he can lock into the next round. Yeah. Don't get caught up in the big one. I mean, Harvick and yep. Hamlin got the same strategy. Everybody else is it's tight. I mean, anything can happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those two guys and, and Kurt Busch, obviously he's, he's good. So yeah. Um, really cool. Good for Kurt to be locked in going into Talladega, man. That's I mean, always got to be the best feeling in the, in the series. Gotta be. To, yeah. Going into Talladega with the win in your pocket. That's, that's the best. Yep. So we got some big news this week, James. Big yeah, news. Man. We got the 2021 Cup Series schedule. Um, lots to talk about here. We'll see. Both James and I have been discussing it with Todd all week long. Um, so who knows how well the topic is going to continue on here on Friday. Um, I don't know for sure yet because obviously the last thing I do before I post the episode is name the episode. But my tentative title for this episode is NASCAR Craps on the Midwest. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> You might, that might be what you saw when you opened up this episode tonight. Um, let's just run down. Here's here's what we got. This is these are the changes to the the main. These are the major changes to the 2021 schedule because like let's everything's it, changed. All yeah, right. So first change: Homestead Miami moves to the second race of the season behind the Daytona 500. Let's do this. Let's give them. Let's give each of these a, a 
A, B, C, D, E, F grade. Okay, James? Okay, let's go. So yep. Homestead moves to second race of the season. We keep the, the season in Florida for the first two races. Uh, push back the uh, the move out west uh, an extra race. Um, I say A. What do you think, James? This is yeah, A plus. Yep. Yeah. You yeah. got a great you got a great racetrack to follow the Daytona 500. So hopefully yep. you can get that you can keep that pop going. So yeah, A. Keep the momentum. You also got the first first real race of the season. I use air quotes for the real race of the season, um, and it's on probably the best real track of the season. Yep. So. And you stay in Florida, so these teams can probably find a way to cut costs there. And I know that's a big part of the schedule. Um, going into the season two so yep a plus yep great move march 28th we go to bristol motor speedway for the spring race but we're doing it on dirt james it's a dirt race you want me to give you my grade first you get you go first what's your grade i'm gonna say this first of all i don't like this (laughs) but i'm gonna give this a c okay because it's either gonna be a pass or fail right so yeah (laughs) um i i am not loving the bristol dirt idea however I'm open to seeing what this is going to be. I, I, I mean, hell, what I, we've been asking NASCAR to make big changes, and this is as big as you're going to get. So yeah. um, we're going to see cup cars on dirt. I, again, don't love it, but let's let's see it. I mean, I'm, I'm open to seeing it. What do you think, man? I'm going D. Woo. And my point is, first of all, the writing was on the wall with this. I think everybody could see it started coming we, out. Yeah, it was trickling. Well, not even, not even this year when they put the trucks on dirt the first time and everybody started saying, we need to run, run the cup series on dirt, but there's not a dirt track that can handle the cup series. We've already put dirt on Bristol twice. We knew it could be done. That being said, I say, if you're going to run a dirt race, run it on a real dirt track. This sucks. Um, I don't, I don't like it despite the fact that the Bristol spring race has been pretty lame. Yeah. Um, my feeling with this is this is another, this is a twofold thing. This is get cup cars on dirt and it's also trying to fix Bristol. And if you're going to fix Bristol, let's just fix Bristol, tear it up and repave the damn thing. Put it back to 36 degree non-progressive banking. I'm with Dale jr. Put freaking asphalt down on the thing again. Yeah, don't get rid of the concrete. Did you see the king? Uh, the king has some quotes on this. No, I didn't uh, see what he said. Basically, said uh, you know we worked really hard in in my era to make our sport legitimate, and this <laughs> seems not legitimate. <laughs> I was like, woo! No, cup words for the king. I like the the car. The only issue that I have with the cup cars being on dirt, James, that's different from what it was back when the truck series started running on dirt, is that now we're running Mustangs and Camaros. When is the last <laughs> time you saw a Mustang or Camaro on a dirt road? <laughs> Uh, Deadspin did a thing with a supercar on uh, like a Lamborghini or something on at Eldora one time. I think I sent that. It was a couple years ago, but that's the last time I've seen a car. (laughs) It just, it just feels like when we went to the, when we went to these, not a late model. Yeah. Yeah. When we went to these, you know, muscle cars or whatever, that it kind of, even the trucks, you know, feel like they should be going on dirt. I mean, trucks, that's what trucks do. Yeah. As soon as we change the body styles on these cars, it seemed, it seems less likely for them to be on dirt. And here's the thing too. Uh, next year or after next year, we're switching to the new car. And from everything I've seen in that new car, it's not going to work on dirt. Yeah. So. There's going to be a special car for this. Um, I, you know, Eric, I would have liked this better if it was an all-star type event rather yeah. than a points paying cup race. I'm with you. I, I mean, don't know. I mean, I, I give NASCAR credit for trying it. I give them credit for trying it. Yeah. I want to see. I mean, the I thing let that, is, is yeah. I swear that they had problems with the dirt when they ran the sprint cars and the late models there the last time they did this. And these cars are like three times as heavy. Yeah. So like, what are these cars going to do this? I don't know. It just. Well, that, but in the, uh, to be also fair though, too, the outlaws were running on the old um, configuration of the track. This, yeah. this is a little bit less banking. So maybe that helps. But it. They, I, I they mean, got rid of most of the banking when they ran that anyway, they weren't, that yeah, track we wasn't don't. 36 degrees banked when yeah, they ran we don't dirt. know. Yeah. We don't know what else is going to, um, but I know that, Na- you know, NASCAR is doing this cause they want to have, I mean, look, you know, NASCAR is doing this cause Fox wants it. Right, and that's the thing what too, it Eric, is. Eric, guess what? Coronavirus ain't going away yeah. by March 28th of next year. So, how many people are they really going to pack into the joint? I don't you know. know. Are they going to stick to the 30,000 number? We ain't going to get 150,000 people in that place for a dirt race next year. Yeah. So, I mean, how is it even going to look on TV? I mean, geez, I mean, the, the things, Eric, you've worked at a dirt track. Um, yeah. We've been to Eldora a bunch of times. You know the massaging that a dirt track needs. Mm-hmm. And, and the tracks that you worked at, and, El, and Eldora is the world-class facility of all dirt tracks, um, you know what it takes to make those tracks uh, put on the shows that they do. That's why people love dirt racing, because you, 
you see some of the great stuff that Eldora does and, you know, the Knoxville nationals, I'm trying to think of a couple other shot, even heck, even the Charlotte dirt track, um, you know, they put on really great racing and it's just, it takes a lot. And to, to make this basically you're, what you're doing here is you're bringing in dirt, like a monster truck show, and you're going to try to, to pull this off for, for the, you know, premier racing series in the world. Um, I, I don't know. There's a lot of problems, a lot of red flags here, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know what more we can say. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I don't think we can say anything, anything better than what Jeff Gluck said. Jeff Gluck says covering Bristol motor speedway with dirt for a cup series points race is like painting over the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel with images of SpongeBob SquarePants. There you go. Maybe SpongeBob will sponsor that race. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, <sighs> All right. Well. Um, James, have you seen anything of Tony Stewart's response to this? He has not said a word. Uh, I got to imagine he's pissed about I it. I have a theory that NASCAR was really big on Eldora until the SRX thing was announced. Probably, probably took them off. I, suddenly I now imagine. NASCAR is not so chummy with Tony Stewart. There's, there's two tracks now that I think that maybe we can get Tony Stewart out of retirement to run that Bristol dirt race and possibly, uh, possibly that, well, we'll get to it, what's going on in Indianapolis. So, yeah. um, but anyway, that's, uh, yeah, I got to imagine he's probably not happy about it. And I'm assuming Eldora is not going to be on the truck schedule. I have a bad feeling about that. So, yeah, I, I think so too. There's no reason to run trucks anywhere but Bristol at this point. Yeah. And why run two dirt races in the truck series? So we'll see. Exactly. Yep. We'll see what happens. Yep. Uh, May 9th, Mother's Day. For the first time since like 1970s, we're going to race on Mother's Day. It is a second date at Darlington. I'll grade this one first. I am going to go C. And the only reason I'm going C is because if you're going to give a track a second date, Darlington's the track to do it. But yes. I'm going to say this when we talk about Atlanta in a little bit. There is not a track in the cup schedule that doesn't have a second date that should be getting a second date. Yeah. Period. So that's why this is a C and not an A. But again, if you're going to give a track a second date, there's not a better track to give it to than Darlington. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and I like it. Uh, I'll give it a B. I love Darlington plus the horsepower package. They're going to run 750 horsepower here. I'm excited about that. Yeah, that um, will help this race a lot. Yep, and in, in it's it's apparent that NASCAR doesn't want to, they're trying to limit some travel yeah. here too is what's going on. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I wish they saw... they'd say that instead of Steve O'Donnell's BS that he's talking about going back to <laughs> going back to the roots. That's complete bull. It's not what they're doing. Yeah, that's no. not what they're doing. No, that's, that's I love when, Steve that's... O'Donnell, but quit lying. Just yeah, it's not. It's a lie. It's it's not true. It's just not. It, it, they're not trying to right the wrongs of Darlington by adding a second date there there's other stuff going on here um but hey we get more darlington i'm all for that um and i love that they're going to bring the 750 package uh so yeah i mean you can't you're not, you, you know we had three darlingtons this year and right that, that's that was great I, yeah i love i do love darlington yeah so, i mean I, the only thing that I mean, I like the shorter Darlington's better than the longer one, but yeah, yeah. But tracks, there are tracks losing dates. Then we'll get to it. That mm. um, that make me not love this all the, as much, but that's okay. I yep. mean, I'm okay with it. Uh, May 23rd, Circuit of the Americas, new track for 2021. We are running a Cup race at the Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas. James, what's your grade? A plus. We don't have a second points-paying race at Texas. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I'm with you on the A plus I've wanted to see the cup cars on this track. This is guys, this is a world-class facility. Um, Beautiful. it's, it's a formula one track. It's, it's good enough to be on the formula one schedule every year. I'm a little bummed. It's not on the IndyCar schedule this year. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've wanted to see these guys at this track since this track was built. Um, I think it's going to be great. I really, James hope they don't dumb this track down and let them run yeah, the formula too. one layout. Um, yeah. And the other thing that's interesting about it is there is a lot of runoff here. And if NASCAR holds true to what they normally hold, that runoff will be available to drive on. Whereas yeah. for the Formula One cars, you can't. So that's going to really create some interesting lines coming out of turns. At this I wonder track. if they're going to tur- turtle that place up a little bit. They probably to... will. I'm sure yeah. there'll be some turtles down. Yeah. Um, Eric, sneaky fact. Uh, NASCAR racing is really good on F1 tracks. Yeah. We have a history. We have a history of NASCAR racing on F1 tracks, and it's always been very entertaining. Yep. So, I'm good with this. Yeah, I the love two, this. The the uh, the two prior F1 tracks that we used to run in the Xfinity series, uh, Mexico and, and uh, Canada, are two of my yeah, favorite I miss, road course I tracks. I miss Montreal, man. I miss I like Montreal. Mexico that was, a lot. 
Yeah, Mexico was great too. Yeah, they were great races. And I guess we raced great at race. Suzuka one t- at one time too. That's also a Formula One. Yeah, track, that's true. So. Yep, and those were good. Those were good races. Yeah, they raced twice out there yep. for that. Yep. Uh, we already talked about this last week, but we'll throw it in here real quick. June thirteenth, All Star Race at Texas Motor Speedway. I'll go first. I am going to give this a B, and the only reason I'm giving it a B, James, is because despite the fact that it's on a mile and a half track, A, you're going to have short sprints because this is an all-star race, so that will help, and B, you have Eddie Gossage, who is going to come up with the most gimmicky, ridiculous thing that you could possibly come up with to make this thing entertaining. Yeah. And a possible possible Roval expansion maybe. for Texas? I think maybe, having... maybe a loop-to-loop on the backstretch. Possibly. Can we, fig- can we figure eight them? Maybe that would be great. Here's my grade. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't like Texas. Sorry. That track's been bad for a while. I hate it too. But again, like you mentioned too, we we lose the other, the second points race there. Um, I'm good with this. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's the all-star race has been, uh, I mean, it was all right this year at at Bristol. I thought it was was a good show. It's been pretty irrelevant for a few years. It's not going to be any less relevant, any less relevant at Texas. Yeah, if you're going to have it at Charlotte and having it at Texas is just the same track, you know, basically. I mean, I know they're different in their own ways, but it's cookie cutter mile and a half. It is weird to have the all-star race so far away from home base, though, where, you know, this was the race that that the teams could go to and you had the pit crew challenge and all that stuff back in the day, but... It just doesn't. Yeah, we don't have that stuff anymore. There's no there's no uh, pomp and circumstance around it anymore. I have confidence that Eddie Gossage will at least make it entertaining, if nothing else. Yes. Yep. Uh, June 20th, we go to Nashville Super Speedway again. We already knew about this new track for 2021. Uh, James, go ahead. You go with the first grade. I'll give it a C plus. Gets us in a good market in Nashville. Uh, the track's not the greatest track. We know that. But I'm, I was excited when they put it on the schedule because um, it showed that we were going to get some movement this year. And yeah. by God, we did. Um, I don't love this track, but, I mean, if this is the bridge to get us into the fairgrounds, then, I mean, we got to be a little bit positive about getting a race in Nashville. Well, I, I think, mean, it's I a great market a, for NASCAR. I think this is a three-year commitment, if I remember correctly. Yeah, um, and that's fine. I'll give it a B. Um, I think we first of all we have not seen a race on this track in years. It's been a while, so it's yeah. really hard. I mean, the the package it raced here was the old style car. We don't know anything what this track's going to race like. Um, who knows? Maybe it'll be good. It probably won't be because it's it's concrete. But they're going to run the 750 horsepower package here as well, uh, low downforce. So a big plus on that. Um, and, and again, like you said, it's a new market, it's a new track. Um, yeah, it's a mile and a half, but we just lost a couple. We'll talk about that shortly. Um, so. Hey, I'm uh, I'm good with it. Yep. So yeah, me too. Yep, I'm good with Nashville. Let's get let's get the cars out there because Nash, you know, NASCAR and country music have uh, nice synergy. So right. you know, I think a lot of people love that. Um, I think a lot of people love that marketing opportunity. So I mean, uh, heck, Eric Church just did a did a music video a few years ago and uh, about Talladega, and it was filmed at Nashville Super Speedway. So yep. Uh, heck, I'm I'm all for that. <laughs> I'm all for resurrecting an old track too. I'm a, oh yeah, me know. too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of people disappointed Rockingham's not on the schedule, but yeah. um, you know, we're you know, who knows? <laughs> I mean, NASCAR seems to be going crazy here. So yeah. Uh, June 26, 27th, Pocono doubleheader. It is our only doubleheader in 2021. Um, I'm just going to give it a B because I mean, Pocono is better as a doubleheader. They're shorter races. Yep. Um, me too. I think we kind of proved this year that. As cool as the doubleheader thing is, it doesn't really work that well because you kind of know what you're getting in the second race because of the first race. Um, yeah. I don't think there's enough of a change, so I'm all right with the fact that it's the only doubleheader. Um, yeah. I'm more bummed about the fact that we're going to have a ton of uh, single-day weekends. Um, but again, if people aren't at the track like this year, I don't care. I only care if people are at the track. So Yeah, exactly. Uh, NASCAR yeah, is NASCAR's also trying to keep the cost down so they don't have to build extra yeah. cars and stuff because this car is getting phased out. So. Yep, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I'm good with the doubleheader. I am surprised we don't have any other doubleheaders, though, because of how it worked this year. I just right. thought that we would see two or three of these. Um, but, yeah, if you're going to do it at Pocono, I'm totally cool with that. Um, yeah, a B for me as well. Um, this, it's just this, this track's just tough. It's, yeah. <laughs> you know, tough to, tough to love Pocono but um, at this point. But, yeah, oh, I'm good with this one. Uh, July 4th, 4th of July weekend, we go to Wisconsin, to Road America. Another new track for 2021, another road course, one of six this season. Uh, James, what's your grade? I love Road America. Um, I'd say a 
B minus okay. on this. I don't think it's an A plus decision here, but I think it's a great racetrack. Uh, but it probably put on a pretty good show. Um, it's a, it's a, it's, you know, it's one of the best road courses this country has to offer. It's, it's a class facility. So, yeah. um, I think it'll be a good race. I mean, we've been doing Xfinity on it for a long time, uh, now. So I'm, I'm, I love this. This is, this is good. Not, not a home run for me, but really good, really good addition to the schedule. My grade is a C and it has a contingency with it. So my contingency is this is a C if we keep the rules as they are. If we start using local yellows, this becomes a B plus. Ah, okay. Because I like this that. track like is that. so effing long. It's big, dude. That when we have a caution, yep. it takes forever. Yeah. Or at least if you're not going to do local cautions, then shorten the track. There are runoffs you can run through to cut the track in half under caution. So we aren't running 10 minute caution laps at this place. This, always, this also goes into the Eric uh, theory, which I am, I'm fully on board with um, no stages at road yeah. courses. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, this, this falls right in line with that. So, <laughs> so I yeah. mean, this is, this is a big plus, I think other than those reasons. And also I don't like what we're losing uh, to get this race. So I mean either. Yeah. Yeah. I, yep. I know. So um, July 11th, we have a second date for Atlanta. And oh. I give this an E E minus. Can I give an E minus? You can do E minus. F, sure. F. Yeah. You can do F. Oh, Go ahead. God. Why in the I know. Okay, so here's another Steve O'Donnell thing. This is Steve O'Donnell says it's because we want to give, uh, you know, a, an original one of the early tracks back a second date. Blah Bye. blah blah blah. Bye. BS. The reason this is is because Atlanta wants to put a casino in, and this will help them with their stupid casino. This and track they need is awful. Yeah, I mean, it does put on a good show from time to time. It's I don't been a think while. it does. Um, I haven't. I don't. It's been a while. It's been a minute. It's no, been, it's been way a too minute. long, and maybe it's the. Maybe it's the crappy pa arrow package that we have. James, yeah. by the way, I don't know that I've officially come out on the podcast, but I am done with the low, yeah, the buddy. low horsepower package. Let's yes, just scrap welcome. the freaking thing. Be done. Welcome. I'm over yeah, it. No. Uh, yeah. I, I give this a fail as well. Um, and it's because of the reasons that they're giving it's, they're going to get that casino in there and they're trying to, they're trying to beef it up. Yeah. And I know Atlanta wants to do the reconfiguration, whatever the heck they're talking about doing out there. I know they want to repave and reconfigure and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, the, the second, uh, second race will help pay for those costs too. But yeah, th this is all about the casino. This is yeah. all about, this is all about marketing for that casino. Yep. This is all that, that's all this is. Yep. Yep. NASCAR sees the, uh, NASCAR is in the, um, what's the, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, they're in the real estate business a yeah. little bit here, right? Is that what they, is that? <laughs> kind of what's going on yeah i think to, that uh, has value that has something to do with the uh well i mean first of all this is nascar track this is smi um but i think that whole real estate thing has to do with why we've got the race in wisconsin now too and uh -huh. not in chicago but uh -huh. um yeah. that's why we're changing california um so next up uh we don't need to rate this one because it's the same as what was previously set this weekend or this year uh two weeks off for the olympics yep. i hate that but whatever yeah we didn't yeah we didn't get that this year like we were supposed to but that's yeah. okay well that's we okay. got we got what two months off instead we so. got eight months yeah we got eight weeks off instead yeah. <laughs> um august 15th indianapolis road course uh what is this you, you get first one on this one uh, uh this, re this replaces the brickyard 400 and it is considered i consider it a newish track for 2021 i, I like guess. that you put newish on there yeah. uh i'm gonna put this as a d really because, i'm yeah. surprised you're going as low as you are no because here's why and i said this on the podcast before so you can fact check me out there people um <laughs> i shed a tear a little bit for losing the actual brickyard 400 oval i agree with uh, you i'm i would give it i'm giving it the same grade james because okay, good yeah good. i like the road course i mean it was great same here i think here. again if you're going to add a second date to a track, add it to a new configuration. And this is a sample of that where you could add a second configuration, second race in Indy and run yeah. the road course. I'm okay I, with the road course. People, I know, I know that the road, the oval effort in the cup series has been trash, but it's still racing. The I've oval actually liked the last few races on the oval. It's been bad, dude. It's not been that bad. I know it's had, it has a, it has its history. I know the tire, I know tire gate and all that crap happened. Yeah. Since the um, Wreckfest, the Casey Kane one, I think it's been a good race. That was an insane race. That one was um, awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I just I shed like a tear. It, Eric, I shed a tear for the 400, man. Yeah. I shed. I, I, I do. I, I love All that. I could think of, James, is what in the world, what would Dale Earnhardt think? 
Oh, smoke. And then Tony Stewart, by the way, is probably not happy about this. Yeah. This is another. This is another kicking dirt on Tony Stewart's uh, shoes mm-hmm. here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I do like though. We should talk about that. They're going to combine this with IndyCar. Yes, um, that is that is the cool. only good thing is that it is a doubleheader with IndyCar, so that's great. Yep, Cup Series and IndyCar racing. So if you're an auto, if you're a motorsports fanatic, uh, this might be right in your right in your wheelhouse. There It'd were be a good weekend. there were some strong rumors, including thanks to Brett Griffin on DBC uh, this week before the schedule came out that they were going to do a doubleheader with IndyCar at Nashville on the street course, but Ooh. we didn't get that. We got this yeah. instead. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson's liking all this stuff, by the way. Yeah, shoot. Again, we're going to talk about the IndyCar schedule, but there's hardly any ovals on the IndyCar schedule, so yeah. Jimmy's going gonna, Jimmy's gonna to run yeah. pretty much the whole IndyCar season. He's going to run for the championship, Yeah, basically. he'll probably have a shot at the title. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, August 22nd is the only cup race at Michigan International Speedway for 2021, and I have not seen this officially, but somebody told me that there will not be a truck race with it. Um, I get to grade this one first. I am going to go... Oh, damn. How do I want to grade this, James? Because really, I'm okay with it. I, I'm totally fine with it. But the little kid Eric hates this, right? No, little kid Eric. It's, little kid it's Eric. not that, actually. The reason I don't like this is because we added second dates to other tracks, and we took two tracks off the schedule. So, I mean, because of that, I've got to give this a D. If we didn't take tracks off the schedule, then I would give this an, I would give it an A. If I was to go back in time and look at look at little Jimmer in the face and say, <laughs> listen, there's going to be only one race here in a few years. I'm sorry, buddy. I know you like this place. Um, I'd be pretty mad. Yeah. <laughs> but we Eric, here's the deal, though. We know this is coming. So yeah. that's why I'm going to get I'm going to give this a C because I hate it. But I, I understand it as well. But we knew this was coming years ago. I mean, you could see this trajectory happening. Right. Uh, Michigan was always going to lose that date. I mean, this was 10 years in the making. Honestly, so yeah, it's a bummer, but yep. Uh, playoffs remain the same for 2021. The only exception to that is Texas and Kansas will swap in the round of eight. We will still end at Phoenix. You get the first, you get the grade on this one, James. <sighs> I get to grade this one. Yeah. I know I, I like almost pl- went, with, went with not grading, but I, I, I like the playoffs the way they are. So yeah. the one swap is fine with me. Uh, let's just give it a B. I think that's a good, that's a good passing grade. I will. <laughs> It's hard to grade it because we haven't seen it fully play out this year, but so far I'd give it an A. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, this playoff schedule is good. Uh, I would like to see us moving dates around a little bit more. Yeah, in the playoffs just a little bit. But I'm, I mean, we're, we're fine. We got really good. I mean, having Bristol as an elimination race was good. Yeah. Um, we've got the t- Talladega and the Roval. This is my favorite round of the playoffs that we're in right now. Mine Talladega too. and the Roval. So, uh, yeah, everything else looks. And good then, like, me. like next round, I'm not excited about until we get to Martinsville and that's the, that's the final cutoff. I mean, yeah, Martinsville's great. So I, I there's, yeah. there's not much to complain about with the playoff schedule. I'm good with this. No, so schedule's good right now. I mean, I, I guess I would like to see Michigan maybe get into the playoffs now yeah. instead of, instead of like a Texas, but I, it, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's, I don't know, man. you know, that's grasping at straws. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. I, I mean, I like Michigan, but I also know, you know what the track produces and it's just not a playoff caliber track right now. Uh, NASCAR that's NASCAR's fault too for yeah. turning it into a test session every time they go there but That is true. That is true. Um, we haven't had a legit good package at Michigan in years because of the crap that they keep doling out there. Yep. Um but Eric, we are at the point of the schedule. I am excited because this is this is what I've been waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So just because you are so mad about this yeah uh, i can't wait i cannot wait chicagoland off the schedule um i give this a what's the lowest letter z i give this a z grade z minus a z minus um i think you got the first pick on this one but i did it anyway it doesn't matter we can lump these together if you want chicago and well i'm 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 mixed on it though james because i'm i'm much more disappointed with chicago being off the schedule mostly because i just recently discovered chicago Um, You know, I've been there the last two seasons. I love the track. Um, I think from a fan perspective, and of course, I haven't sat in the grandstands. Push the button, dude. Push the button. I I think from a fan perspective, this is one of the best tracks. You've got a mile and a half track. It's a nice big track to showcase the speed of these cars, to showcase the cars on a big track. But the the infield is low. The backstretch is curved. And it's just the viewing is excellent for the fans. There's you can sit in row two with campers filling the infield and see this whole damn track. Um, there's, I'll tell you what, when I went there two years ago for my first race, 
I saw the writing on the wall on this thing. They had the the scoreboard in the center, which you could tell was half broken. The sponsor billboard at the top didn't spin anymore. It still had a Teenage Min- Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, billboard on it or Nickelodeon billboard on it from like two years prior. Um, it was There's no pedestrian tunnel in the front stretch. It's all the way down in turn one. This track was outdated, and you can tell they weren't putting the effort in um, to yeah. update it. And this one, I think this is we're in the same boat here as we are with California, that the, the property value here is much higher than what the track is worth. Um, I yep. do hope that we get something like California. That they come in and, and sh- shorten this, make it into a short track, do something to keep it here and allow us to get a date back in Chicago just because it's close to Michigan. I mean, that's the thing that pisses me off the most, James, is that, yeah, you know, I'm in Michigan. I am, you know, two hours away from MIS. We had tracks six hours away from us. We had Chicago, Kentucky, Indianapolis, Pocono, Michigan. And now we just lost Kentucky and Chicago and we did get it replayed. And we lost, I mean, we lost three ovals because we lost the Indy oval too. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I, I just think we lost one of the best tracks on the schedule. It's, it, it's been great racing the last couple of years. Um, but this track went from being a playoff race and having two dates just a couple of years ago to now not being on the schedule. Just gone. <clears throat> yep. Kentucky. Shot. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Anything you want to comment on Chicago or you want me to go into Kentucky first? And then... um, listen, I, I'm not as bothered by losing Chicago as you, right. um, but I still think it's a, I still think it's a, um, this is probably a D for me. I just um, think it sucks for this area of the country. Yeah. And maybe, you know, Eric, you know, was NASCAR working in Chicago? I, when, when NASCAR moved the schedule, that was it last year or two years ago into the NFL season. Right. Um, and especially with a sports crazy town like Chicago, where they've got the Cubs and everything, too. I mean, NASCAR is just not on the radar for that area. No, it's anymore, not. So. It's not. And, you know, they ran they ran this thing on basically Fourth of July weekend in the last two years. It was hotter than hell. Um, Your shoes melted. I remember my that. shoes melted the first year last or last year. <laughs> so it stormed in this race. I mean, most people left when the, when the rain came. Um, before the green flag dropped or after just after the, I think they ran like eight laps and then pulled on to pit road and everybody left. And so we didn't get to even see a crowd there. Didn't even know what we had, but the last two years, the race has been great. We've had great finishes there. Fly um, job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's we, that was where it was born. Um, you know, this was Dale Earnhardt's first Dale jr's first race, first broadcast. Yeah, it was. Um, so anyway, and then Kentucky speedway, um, you know, Kentucky being there, Kentucky was outdated when they, when they brought the cup series there. Um, it was a track that was built not to host cup, although the plan was to host cup eventually. And then it was updated grandstands added things like that to make it a cup race. And there just were things that just didn't work there. The, the press box was in the lower level of the grandstands. It was really low. And then the, the race controls way up high and there's no, there was, I mean, this is me complaining as a media member. I had to go up one flight of stairs versus riding an elevator up to the press box. But I mean, <laughs> oh, I'm not complaining about it, but I'm just saying these are the types of amenities that you didn't have there. Um, and I don't know. It was, it, this is, it's tough for me because it's the only SMI track I've been to. So I don't know how it compares to the other SMI tracks. Um, everything else I've been to is ISC. Um, but you know, it, this track, they repaved it. They killed it when they repaved it. It hasn't recovered. We had a great finish this past year. Um, I still, I'm, I'm giving this one a D Me too. because I'm, I'm right with you D you, as well. You know, it's it, if you're going to lose a track, I guess I, I'm not, I'm more upset because this one's close to me versus yeah. the fact that it's a good race. But again, we're given a second date to Darlington. We're given a second date to Atlanta. Why are we taking a single date away from tracks? I get it. I understand. But I thought this one, I thought this track drew a decent crowd. I mean, it wasn't great, but it was decent. Yeah, there was the first race debacle too uh, yeah, for this one. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, but it's then they put a crap history. ton of money into this place. They did put, they a lot put of money tons into that place, of parking yeah. in here. They widened the roads, and there wasn't a traffic problem anymore. Well, yeah. I take that back. When you got on the highway leaving that place, it still sucked. Yeah, the the, the racing yeah. product I think is a problem at Kentucky too. I mean, outside of yeah, but that last, how much that of that is because of the stupid five fifty aero package? Uh, well, I, you know, you're not listen. You're not going to have any. I'm not going to fight you there. That, yeah. I mean, it's that package sure. doesn't work at this track. No, no. Night, day, no matter and what. I'll tell you and I what, know... you watch the truck race there. Truck race is great. Xfinity race, great. The cup race yep. sucks here. Yep. 
because they screw around with the package so much. Yep. I understand. I'm, no, I I'm get telling you, man. you, man. You want to reduce some horsepower? <laughs> slap that Xfinity. Let's just run the Xfinity package in the Cup Series. <sighs> Eric, can NASCAR screw any more stuff up with <laughs> these racetracks? And this is this is what frustrates me here. And this, uh, so this, those are the changes. That's what we get uh, as far change, as changes yep. for yeah, major changes for next year's schedule. Um, uh, let's let's do this, James. Overall rating of the schedule changes. You want me to go first? You go first. I don't care. Go ahead. You go and then I'll go. All right. Overall rating of the schedule changes. I will give it a B minus. And my reasoning for that is that I like a lot of the changes that we got, but I feel like this is just another one of those NASCAR things where they're like, here, take all this great stuff, but let us kick you in the nuts real quick. <laughs> I love that. You know? uh, yeah, no, I get it. I get it, man. No, it's it's the same thing with NASCAR. They always give you, a, you know, yeah, they always give you a little piece of cake, and it's yeah. the really, it's really good cake. And then you go to take a bite in it, and exactly, they kick you right in the. I was kick so you right in the excited nuts. about this schedule change, <laughs> and then I start hearing the rumors about Kentucky and Chicago both being off the schedule. <laughs> Chicago didn't surprise me, but Kentucky came out of freaking nowhere. Yeah, Kentucky did come out of nowhere when they lost their their date this year. That was yeah, they were, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll give this a here's my here's my grade. Okay. Uh, I'll give this a B plus for the schedule changes because here's why. Oh, NASCAR fans, the the whiniest fans in <laughs> in all of uh, sports, um, you wanted changes. Here you go. Yeah. You got them. You got a whole slew of them. So don't be griping at me on the on the old Twitter machine about oh this sucks that sucks. I mean, yeah, Eric, we can critique it. I mean, that's what we're, we're supposed to do here on this podcast. And we can, there's things we can, can like and not like, but I think as fans who wanted change, um, we got to be accepting of yeah. a lot of it I, I, at the end of the day. We just have, I mean, my whole I, reason it, for not liking this schedule is the fact that being from the area of the country that I'm in, I, I feel like I have been shortchanged. I am with you hundred percent. I am with it. you 100%. If I lived in, if I lived in, you know, Kentucky, well, Kentucky the South? Yeah, not, but yeah, if I lived in the South, if I lived over there in Bristol or Charlotte or somewhere, Florida, I would be, Georgia, yeah, this would be great. But, or if I didn't go to races, I mean, if I didn't go to races, yep. I'd love this. Yep. Yep. I have, I do have optimism. I mean, I, as a person from the Midwest, it bothers me too. Um, but I do have optimism that NASCAR is doing what they think it's going to take to, um, put some life into this series that has been stagnant for yeah. such a long time. The auto club changes that are coming, the schedule changes, putting dirt at Bristol. I may not like it, but you know what? That's an injection of something that, you know, may, it may, you know, may not rattle my cage very much, but um, to somebody out there, to a lot of fans out there, that's going to be real interesting. And it's going to be a very valuable ticket. And uh, it's going to be eyeballs on the TV screen. And that's what NASCAR has been, you know, suffering for. And they're starving for that. And yeah. now they've got it. They've got an injection of new blood. If COVID taught us anything, Eric, is NASCAR can do what they really can. When when push comes to shove, NASCAR really could do something with the schedule. Yep. And they did it. They did yep. it this year. Coming I mean, up. It, did, it did help that they bought ISC. Um, that was right. a huge yep. thing. Yep. Um, and SMI privatized as well. That both those things help. Yeah, it does help. So, yeah. Um, I think overall there's more positives in this than negatives. Absolutely. Um, yep. And then, you know, the nice thing is the Chicago land and Kentucky aren't dead. Uh, there's always, I mean, if Nashville super speedway can do anything for us, it's to give us hope that maybe they'll come back. Um, but I'm not optimistic about that either. You know, yeah, I, I think Chicago is done. I think, I think that track's gone a uh, real big bummer that uh, route 66 speedway as well. Um, I haven't seen anything official on the dirt track, but the the drag strip is not going to run any races this year. Um, the dirt track's a great dirt track. I'd really hate to see them uh, see them lose that. I've you know they've run dirt races there the Saturday of the Cup weekend the last two years, and I've wanted to make a trip over there, but I'm usually so damn tired because it's so hot on Saturday there. <laughs> Get right. done with the Xfinity race, and I just don't want to go to the dirt track. Um, yep. But I wish I would have, because I mean that's it's a great ticket over there. There's so much stuff going on. That's the thing. Like people are missing, and I think part of it is is, is because it's Chicago, and people from outside of the area are like, I don't want to go to Chicago, but it's not Chicago. It's an hour out of Chicago. Right. You know, I don't, they shouldn't have called it Chicago Land because it's not in Chicago. Yeah. Um, you know, the traffic's not bad. The area Joliet's a great town. I mean, 
It's an industrial yeah. town, but it's a great town. I, yeah. I stayed in a hotel about 20 minutes away from the track and it was an easy drive. Nice straight trip. Um, not much traffic. It was great. So, so Eric, here's the, here's one, one last, maybe one last thing on this. And I, yeah. I, I don't know, <laughs> but so we give our buddy, again one more time. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. We give our buddy Todd crap for bringing the rain every weekend that he works at the cup, uh, that he works a cup race, right? right? Every time Todd goes to the track, it rains. Yep. Um, Eric, every time you cover a race, a track loses a date. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you got, you killed Chicago. You killed Kentucky. You wanted to go to Bristol and they buried it in dirt. And now I lost, lost a Michigan date. Yeah. You lost a Michigan date. Wow. And, and you covered more Eldora races than anything. And yeah. uh, who knows if that's even on the schedule anymore. <laughs> wow. Huh. So, so what track Todd, don't we like James? <laughs> We want, if Todd, I hope Todd hears that and loves that because I was saving that before. What, what track do we want off the schedule? Texas? Do you want to send me out uh, to Texas? Yeah, go to Texas. You guys um, pull the funds. I'll go there. Yeah, go to Texas. Go to. Uh, I guess we should well, note too with the schedule. The one thing I didn't note too is that Dover also loses a date. Um, we knew that because that was yeah, part of the announcement with Nashville. Nashville. Yep. yep. But, Same owners. And I'm good personally, good with that because Dover doesn't affect me, and I think Dover, Dover is a boring race. Yeah. Dover doesn't do anything. Yeah. No. So, um, yeah. Oh man. All right. There you go. There's the schedule. schedule out. 2021 yeah. schedule. You can, if you haven't seen it, you can view it on the show notes at the superspeedway.com or go to nascar.com. There's all kinds of stuff up there on it. Too, so. to Jordan Bianchi on this, by the way, cause yeah. he was a day ahead of everybody. Yep. Jordan Bianchi, um, Kelly Crandall had the entire schedule in her, on a post about four or five hours before it came out. Um, so she did good with it as well, but yeah, Bianchi and Gluck, they've been breaking some news, man. Yeah. Bianchi's got connections, man. He's getting and, some stuff done and, uh, athletic was even promoting it. So I think this might be a push from the athletic to start breaking some news in NASCAR. Um, so he's, he's kind of stepping in on Bob Pockers's territory. A little right. Bit. I like it. Right. I like it. Jordan's good, man. He's doing good work. Yeah. Um, with that, we also yesterday got the, uh, I think it was yesterday. We got the 2021 rules package. Um, we kind of already talked about it. Basically, the same rules package as this year, except with the race changes and things like that, and the fact that we're adding Dar- two Darlington races and a Nashville race, which will run the 750 horsepower low downforce package. We now have 23 of 36 races that will be low downforce 750 horsepower races. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that NASCAR kind of promoted that mm-hmm. might lead you to believe that NASCAR has figured out that this package sucks. Uh huh. And you know what else? Uh, you know what else masks um, high horsepower versus low horsepower? What's that? Uh, adding a bunch of road courses yeah. to the schedule. Yep. Yeah. You uh-huh. know, another thing that might lead you to believe that NASCAR might be backing off of the whole let's lower the horsepower to get other manufacturers in when Honda announces it's leading oh, F1. Took it from me. I wanted to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Honda's not coming to cup, people, just no, so you know. No. Um, Eric, I had to, I wanted to ask you about that really quick. So Honda's backing out of racing to mm-hmm. basically work on <laughs> to basically work on uh, Mother Nature. Yeah. Um, what, at what point do other manufacturers start concerning themselves with that type of thinking? Because that well, that's the, an interesting thing for me. That's, thing, that's dangerous for motorsports. The fortunate thing we have here in America is that we like to burn gas. And yeah, we do, baby. So we're our big our big manufacturers ain't going nowhere, James. Yeah, it's true. That's true. I don't know. Yep. I don't know. I think, you know, NASCAR would do themselves a favor if they started looking. I mean, I'm not saying let's run electric NASCAR, you know, but let's oh. let's start looking at alternative looking energy at it. and stuff. Oh, yeah, they're looking at it. I mean, F1 is very advanced in the electronics, and obviously we've got the, the Formula E series now, too. Um, you know, I think NASCAR needs to be looking at it. If they want to attract these manufacturers – it's not going to be enough to lower horsepower now. Now you're going to have to put the technology in the cars that the street cars have too. So, yep. But who knows? That might be the plan with the new car. We'll see. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I just saw that was like, oh man, Honda's yeah. that. I mean, that's big for. I mean, they got some big teams well, at. Uh, there was a lot of rumbling yeah. when we first switched to this package that it was going to bring in other manufacturers. Yeah. I've not heard a single rumble from any manufacturer that's interested in coming to the Cup Series. Nope. So it's it's not doing what they wanted it to do. Big yep. shocker. Big shocker there. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Um, that being said, I still want to see more manufacturers in the sport. And I'm, another one. I'm more willing to deal with this package than, you know, and the thing is, like somebody, I, I don't know who it was that tweeted it this week, but they said the problem isn't the 550 horsepower. It's how we're getting there. 
It's what yeah. they're doing to the motors to restrict the motors to run this package. It's the aero package that they're running with it. It's not a problem to run low horsepower. The problem is, is that we are taking a shortcut to get there. Yes. So. Yep. Taking pedal away from guys. Yep. Yep. It's uh, you're wide open. And if you're not wide open, you're going to the back. And I look, I love restrictor plate racing. I love Daytona and Talladega, but I like doing it four times a year. Yep. You know, we don't need to do yep. it. 35. Hey, I got a breaking news real quick. Uh, Kurt Busch on Fox News, our favorite uh, outlet. Um, Kurt Busch says NASCAR Cup Series cars will cook the dirt at Bristol. Huh. I, it, there's a video. I'm not going to play it, but that's the, that's the headline. Yeah. Maybe I can send you the link. Hmm. There you go. I'm going to copy it right now. So there you go. Is cook he saying, the dirt. Is he saying that because like it's going to be really good or it's like actually going to hurt the dirt? I don't know what that means. <laughs> Man. I don't know what he's talking about, but I'm going to send you an IM. <laughs> All right. I'll take a look at it. Um, with the Cup Series schedule not to be upstaged, the IndyCar Series decided to uh, release its schedule as well uh, for 2021. And as many NASCAR fans who are excited about the NASCAR schedule, uh, there's a lot of IndyCar fans who are not at all excited about the IndyCar yeah. schedule. Yeah, man, they got neutered. We won't, uh, we won't grade all these, but we'll run down real quick. Uh, double headers at Texas and Detroit, Texas on the oval Detroit on the road course at Belle Isle. Um, only four oval races for a series that began as an oval only series. Um, two at Texas and one at Indy and one at gateway. That's it. Weird. Weird. Yeah. Um, no race at Iowa, which I think kind of confirms that Iowa is dead. No Richmond either. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Iowa Penske wanted to stay at Iowa. There were rumors that Penske was going to try and buy Iowa. He said that the IndyCar series should be there, and they're not there. So that's not a good sign for Iowa. Yeah, Speedway. that could be a that place can be a parking lot soon, huh? Yeah, well, it is right now. They're they're storing damaged vehicles there from a hurricane or something at the moment. That's such a bummer. Yeah. That was a nice facility. Yep. Uh, two IndyCar or two races on the Indy Road Course next year. Um, we're doing it this year, but that was because of COVID. Next year, it's going to be intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people complaining about that, and uh, <laughs> only. Uh, only new track for next year in the IndyCar series is the Nashville street course, um, which I think is pretty cool. I think the street course looks great. Um, and it's cool that they're going to be in Nashville. Uh, no circuit of the Americas, as I mentioned, uh, next year for them. So that's a bummer. Um, and you can view the IndyCar schedule if you want to, by going to the show notes at the superspeedway.com. Boom. Uh, a couple other quick news items. Kyle Larson's looking to return to NASCAR, James. No. I have, uh, in parentheses in the show notes, duh. Yep. Um, I don't know what else to say there, but he's, uh, yeah, he's, um, he's, uh, kissing the hand, kissing the right hands. Yeah. To, uh, to make that happen. Yeah. He was just hanging out with Chevy and he's, he's going to be in it. He's going to be in whatever the 48 car becomes. Gonna yeah. Happen. The five or 25 or whatever. Yep. Yeah. I'm calling it. I, yep. I would not be surprised to see Hendrick send that number with Jimmy and switch it to five or switch to 88 and have Bowman in the five or whatever they're going to do. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to have the, the twice 24 anymore that, uh, no. that since it's, you know, I, I guess, well, Jeff Gordon still owns part of that car. Yeah, so. that's true. That is true. I mean, I guess that that's the only reason that's why it's 48. It's the, you know, the yeah. Jeff Gordon car. So, um, yeah, man, I, I, we, we know he's, he's coming. Um, and it looks like that. Yeah. It looks like that Hendrick deal is going to happen. So, yeah. Um, cool. I mean, he deserves to be back, and he deserves to drive. I like him or love him or hate him anymore. Uh, you can't deny his talent, nope. and his talent says he needs to be in cup. He needs to be in a cup car. So, yep, yep I agree. Yep. Twenty twenty one. We already kind of mentioned this. Twenty twenty one could be the final year for Kurt Busch. Um, I don't think that's a surprise. I think we've kind of been no, waiting for Busch now. to make an announcement. Yep. Um, good for him. I mean, we talked about it. He's been able to win. You know, get a race win each season and. Um, have, you know, decent performances and still be relevant at this point in his career. And if you're going to step away, step away while you're still relevant, relevant. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. He's got one more year with the, with Ganassi. And, um, if that's, if that is, that's the case, so be it. And, um, you know, chip, chip will be able to find some talent, but yeah, yeah. he's, he's been really good for that team this year. Not great, not great, but you know, made the playoffs and look at him go. He's in the round of eight. So yeah. if he, uh, if he leaves next season and doesn't win again, he still will have one more closely to the end of his career than Jimmy Johnson. So yeah, a lot of guys, unless yep. Jimmy wins in the next six weeks, Jimmy, well, Jimmy's has anybody sh- 
has anybody publicized they've got a foot out the door more than Jimmy Johnson? Right. He's really, I mean, posting all these IndyCar stuff and yeah, um, everything on his social media feed is IndyCar. He's Jimmy is checked out. He's ready. He's he's done. Yep. yep. Can you blame him? Last couple of years? No, he's done, man. He's yeah, it's been him. rough. And I mean, the dude's got done everything he needs to do. He, there's no reason he needs to win another race. He is the goat period. Yep. Yep. Speaking of goats. Yeah. Speaking of goats, Chad Canales leaving crew chief duties at uh, Hendrick Motorsports. He is being promoted as is Jeff Andrews. Uh, Let's see. uh, Canales will be where it goes. Uh, Vice president of competition will be Chad Canales. And uh, Andrews is currently in that position. He is being promoted to executive vice president and general manager. Uh, Andrews is promoted immediately. Canales is going to finish the season in the crew chief role uh, before moving up at the end of the season. So awesome. Yep. I love it for Chad. He's yeah. done enough. Yeah. Done enough. He has. Um, yeah. Good for him. I mean, he's been, he's been in it for a long time. You can't so. crew chief that long. I mean, as long as he did, it's right. incredible. It's incredible. This is a job that eats people up. It eats them alive. Yep. Some of the greatest crew chiefs have had, you know, they barely scratched the career that Chad Canales has. Like Greg Zipadelli was a great crew chief and just was done. Yep. He was just done. And Chad, um, Ch- Chad went before Jimmy, so, you know. Yeah, 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 he did. <laughs> yeah, with Petty, with Petty Enterprises back in the day. Yep. yep. So. All right. Anything else? Any other news? I did see a really quick nothing. We don't really have to go into it too much, but our uh, RCR and Hendrick, they're combining the Hendrick, oh, yeah. uh, the, uh, the Chevrolet manufactured engines, um, which yep. is going to be good for both of those teams, save some cost and things like that. Hopefully uh, improves performance for everybody. Yeah. The more Chevy can work together right now, the better Yeah, they're fighting each other big time. And, uh, and pro- I, I think Rick and Richard realize enough's enough. We're, we're eating ourselves yep. doing, doing it this way. So um, yeah, it's good. That'd be a good thing for, for Chevrolet. Yep. Good answer. got to get on that train too. Yeah. I think they get their I think they get their engines from Hendrick. So I think you're right. Yeah. All right. With that, we go to the greatest race of the season, James. Oh, it's right there. It's up there, isn't it? It's pretty high. It's one of my favorites. Um, it's definitely my favorite at this point in the season. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, Talladega is always my favorite race when Talladega is the next race. So, uh, Talladega Super Speedway. It is the Yellowwood 500. Whatever the hell Yellowwood is. EA Sports um, 500 people. Yeah. It's the fall race. It's always going to be the EA Sports 500 to me. There you so. go. Or the Winston 500. It was the Winston 500 for a long time, probably before EA too. Yeah. 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 Um, so last week, James got the, uh, got the, well, the win in quotes, cause it wasn't actually a win. Uh, but James picked yeah. Kevin Harvick over Brad Keselowski uh, to get a point on me and our picks. And I picked Matt Benedetto uh, over James's Jimmy Johnson. So we stayed even again, 39, 31 after 30 yeah, races. It's- Looking like I'm not going to catch you. Yeah, it's uh, it's, not, it's probably not going to happen for me. I, well, you got a chance this weekend, man. Maybe got a chance Maybe. this weekend. Uh, I get the first pick though um, for the playoff driver. Oh God! And I don't even know who the hell to pick for this race. I'm just going to go with the guy who won it last year, and I'm going to go Ryan Blaney. I like that. Wait, he's no. he's out. He's out. He's out. Never you, mind. You, you can you can yeah. take you can take Ryan Blaney. No, I'm not going to take him. I could this. take Ryan Blaney. No, yeah, you can't you have, him, Ryan you can't have him yet. You can't have him yet. So in that case, I'm just going to go with his teammate. And I'm going to go with Brad Keselowski. Good. Um, you're leaving me um, in a good spot. I want to take Denny Hamlin, but Denny Hamlin does not need to win this race, so I'm not going to take Denny Hamlin. I'm going to take a guy who probably will need to win this race. Um, more likely than not, I want Joey Logano. Yeah. So I'll take Brad's teammate, Joey Logano. Joey would be my other pick. He's really good here, but you've got the you've got my favorite pick. I I seem to always end up taking Brad at the at the big tracks. So, well, um, but I'll take Joey. He's really good here. Now um, you got a chance to steal Blaney from me. So if you want him, yeah. And I was really eyeballing Eric Almarola too, but <laughs> I uh, he but I can't take him over Joey. Uh, so that being said, you wanted Blaney. I'll take him. Yeah, I figured. You um, would. I'm gonna take Ryan Blaney here, uh, but there's some really good non-playoff. Uh, guys that you got to choose from outside of Blaney. Yeah, I'm just going to go. I'm going to stick with Penske and go with, yeah. with uh, Matty D. Yeah, I was going to say you got uh, you got the rocket man too, Ryan Newman. Yeah. Um, Ryan a is a there. really good pick, actually. Yeah, I'm going to go Matty D just to go out on a limb a little bit and go with sentimental value because I want to see him get we a win before the end of the all season. All Penske for our picks, yep. basically. 100% yeah. Penske. Good deal. I like that. There you go. Um, you got fantasy league stuff up, James? I got it pulled up. Yeah, um, I did not crappy, a good one so. for me. So I, my, I had, I told you I had a funny story. I was uh, looking at the end of stage two, and I was like, okay, 
I want to put Matt DeBandano in my lineup. I don't want to. I don't want to sub out Joey. Joey's going to get that lap back. <laughs> and I thought I could take him out for Austin Dillon. And I didn't do it, and it cost me. Oh, so man. I left Matt Benedetto on the bench. You still did um, better than me because I tied uh, Baron for last, didn't I? You did. It was very close, but yeah, you tied Baron for last. Uh, Freight Train gets the win. Todd back up top. Denny the Many, Ranger Runyon. There's your top three. Um, our playoff standings. Uh, Todd is ahead of me by one point, uh, <laughs> so he takes the lead in the playoffs. Denny the Many third. And then overall season standings, it is Todd again. He uh, he sweeps the week. He is in first place. Ranger is right there behind him. Actually, not as close as it was, um, about 150 points behind. And then I am ta- tagging along in third. Um, so there you go, uh, Eric. You're you had that win last week. I thought maybe you had something going, but fantasy is just fantasy. It's we got beat. There you go. <laughs> yeah. KB. KB. KFB. <sighs> All right. Uh, you got any shout outs this week, James? Um, I wanted to shout, shout out Eric <laughs> for putting up with my crap. Um, <laughs> it's been really, uh, been really, anybody who's got young children, especially an infant, um, <laughs> it's a challenge. Uh, but Eric has been very good with working with my schedule. Hence the reason we're recording on a Friday. Um, so I appreciate you, man. Thank you for, um, <laughs> thank you for sticking with me on the, on the, on the scheduling of the podcast. So that, that you, you are my shout out. I don't know if you've ever done that before. But no, well, no problem. And thanks for not, uh, leaving me completely alone at all <laughs> through this. So yeah, there you go. I will yeah. shout out. I have a couple shout outs. I will shout out Aaron. First of all, James's wife, because not only did she deal with having a new baby, but she's also had to deal with James. That's right. Um, I, crying. it's lots, lots of crying and pooping yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, and the the baby too. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I it's been a couple of weeks since I've shouted out the Dale Junior download, so I wanted to shout it out this week because Mike Skinner was on this week, and James, I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to it. I didn't listen to this one. No, I'm I'm I am very far behind <laughs> on my podcast. Thing. So I was not like eh, Mike Skinner. I I followed his career a little bit, and you know I respect what he's done, but was I almost wasn't even going to listen to it, but I had a chance to listen. And he told a story or well, junior told a story on the podcast that I never knew. And it, it, it got me. I, I was, I was shocked and I'll, I'll spoil it for you guys. So if you don't, if you want to hear it from junior, um, listen to the podcast and just skip this part for like the next couple minutes. Um, or you can just end now. Cause we don't say anything interesting at the end of the show anyway. <laughs> um, so remember Dale Earnhardt's last race win at Talladega, right? Yes. He, he came from like 16th to first 18. to win the race. Yeah. 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 I just so, watched that clip. I just watched that clip yesterday. Well, you're going to, you're going to want to watch the clip again after I tell you this story. So, you know, greatest win in Earnhardt's career, big deal is his last win is huge deal. And he came up through the pack like this, uh, blah, blah, blah. Kenny Wallace pushed him to the win. Did you know that Dale Earnhardt jr is largely responsible for that win? Uh, kind of, yes. So as they were coming down the front stretch, Dale Jr. was le- was pushing Mike Skinner coming out of turn four on the final. They were coming to the white flag. And as they're coming down the front stretch, Dale Earnhardt Sr. is on the outside of Mike Skinner. Jr. is pushing Skinner and having to make a decision. Do I push Mike Skinner to the win or do I or what do I do? Well, he knew that Skinner and Earnhardt didn't get along. That's right. That Earnhardt was pissed and didn't want, he, he figured That's Earnhardt right. would be mad. His dad would be mad at him for pushing Skinner to the win over Earnhardt. So in coming out of the trial, he goes to the inside, makes it three wide. He drops mm-hmm. back to like 14th position. Skinner ends up falling back to like fourth. Earnhardt and Wallace jump out to the lead and get the win. Yeah. So I, you know, I went back and watched it and sure enough, it's exactly what happens. Yeah. Um, Junior could have very easily pushed Skinner to the win. He said a couple years, if it would have happened like in 2004, he'd have probably jumped up in front of Dale and, and let Dale push him. But he didn't want to jump up in front of Earnhardt because he figured he'd be pissed about that. And he didn't want to push Skinner to the win. So he kind of just tried to go to the inside and cost Skinner the win. Skinner said he Skinner said he was mad about it and didn't understand it until on the podcast when Dale explained it. And he goes, oh, oh yeah, my God, it makes sense. The- Eric, the driving by the cup drivers in that race is is just next level. Dude, good. they're on the grass. Was it Kansas? Yes, Kansas, Kansas the- on the grass. Yeah. Yes, and there's no yellow line rule right. at that at, in that era. And those guys are just, I mean, the driving is just. And Dale Jr. 
how he didn't lose it into turn one on that last lap. Yep. When he was uh, when he was on the apron, I will never understand. It's the second. It's the second greatest. I guess save. Not really a save, but um, remember Tony Stewart in the Xfinity Series race a long time ago, driving for Kevin Harvick. He was in the grass heading into turn one and somehow saved it. Ended up winning the race. Yep. Um, look that clip up. I can't remember what year it was. I want to say like oh five, oh six, somewhere in that era. In that era. Um, but Dale Jr. not crashing is one of the great uh, feats of driving uh, that he's ever had. But and I think you know, Earnhardt did the same thing in an IROC car going into turn one. Dale, yeah, Dale Sr. You're right. Yeah, and won no, the IROC race. Yeah, that that clip is just that last those yeah. last five laps are just. I watched the last ten earlier today just to confirm the story, and it was so good. It's incredible. not to mention Alan Bestwick's on the call, so that's even better. Yeah, and there's a really funny there's a funny interview with Jimmy Johnson with like three laps to go that shouldn't be there because the <laughs> tension's so high, and they're interviewing Jimmy Johnson who's out of the race. I'm just like what? <laughs> or not Jimmy? It wasn't Jimmy. Uh, oh, oh man, yeah, who was Jimmy it? Yet. Yeah, Jimmy couldn't have been Jimmy because he had never raced with Dale. Who right. was it? I I don't know. Anyway, yeah, Jimmy started in uh, 02, right? I think. Yeah, Jimmy was. Yeah, Jimmy. Well, Jimmy made some starts in 01, but That's it was right. late yep. late in the season. So, yep. um, anyway, there's a there. I, the version I saw, there was an interview with the driver, and I was like, "What the heck are we doing?" <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, anyway, it was uh, it was good stuff. So yeah, still love that. still learning stuff from Junior's podcast. I love that thing. There's so much good inside yeah, information. Yeah, uh, Larry Mack was on there recently. Yes, yes. Um, of course, our Ernie Irvin episode that I loved so much. Yep. Um, As a matter of fact, uh, Ernie's son is racing with the Dirty car, Media yep. on the car. Yep. So it's pretty cool. Very cool. Yep. Uh, all right, James. I know you're not on social media much right now, but uh, and there, I saw a couple tweets from you. Where can they find you on social media? At James Cush on Twitter. You can find me at T Super Speedway on Twitter. You can find the podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Super Speedway. Our website is the Super You can check out uh, links to uh, links to past episodes. Uh, check out the show notes, with, which has links to articles we discussed, uh, past coverage of races, photos, things like that, back when we were allowed to go to the track and fans were allowed to be there and all that. Um, you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and SoundCloud, wherever you found us today. We hope you subscribe and continue to listen. And if you want to help out the show and become a part of it, you can do so at patreon.com slash the super speedway. Talladega Super Speedway this weekend. We get NASCAR Truck Series, Xfinity Series, and Cup Series racing on uh, on Talladega Super Speedway. What more could you ask for? Uh, we'll be back next week to discuss it all. Until then, everybody, let's go racing. <laughs>